Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. Uh, Welcome. Happy New Year. Uh, This week's question comes to us from Reagan in second grade. Reagan is asking why God says that his name is I am. What is in a name? What a name. What's your name? Everyone on the count of three, tell me your name. One, two, three. Thank you. Well, my name is Ryan, but names are so important. My favorite play of all time, Shakespeare Hamlet. Hamlet says, what's in a name? As if a person's name is unimportant. But that's not true. We must keep in mind that a person's name is very significant. And we can often tell how much someone's history is from a name. So, for example, if your last name is Carpenter, that mostly indicates that the family profession long, long time ago involved woodworking at one time. Even if you don't carpenter now, if your last name is Smith, most likely your ancestors at some point were blacksmiths or ironsmiths or bronzesmiths working with metal. In scripture, this is also the case. Let's take a couple examples. Abraham names the son of his promise Isaac. What does Isaac mean? Isaac means laughter. Recalling the time that his parents laughed at the idea of having a son when they were really, really old. But yet, God gave them a son. So the names names are important. And what is your name? Do you know what your name means? My name is Ryan, and I have looked it up before. My name means little king. I don't, I don't know if it's little as in short. I am pretty short. Or as in little as in not a the greatest king. Which would work also because... Jesus is the ultimate king. God is the ultimate king, which is why he says that his name is I Am. In Exodus chapter 2, God hears the cries of his people from Egypt. Because remember, they're enslaved in Egypt at the beginning of Exodus. And God the Father appoints Moses to lead Israel out of Egypt. And when Moses asks him to reveal his name, In Exodus chapter 3, God says, I am. Now, if you have your Bibles, or you go later and look in your Bibles, and you open it up, and you look at the words, I am, and you'll notice most of the time, they're in capital letters. I space A-M, and they're all in capital letters. Because I am, that word, those words in Hebrew, is Yahweh. Y-H-Y-H. W-H, the four consonants in the Hebrew language that make up the word Yahweh. Yahweh, or I am, or sometimes Lord in all capitals in the Bible, is the holiest name for God in the Old Testament. And it's used by his covenant people, by the people of Israel, throughout the Old Testament as they go to worship him. The Lord has a name that indicates he is personal, He has a real relationship with mankind and that he is always and forever and he's the ultimate. God's name, when you think about the words I am, this is a great question, Reagan. It's in the present tense, not past, 
not future, but present. God says, I am. Not I was, and I'm going to be this, or I was this, and now I'm going to be this. He says, I am. Values and knowledge for us as humans can change from time to time. But the Lord, Yahweh, God, remains the same, says that in James 1.17. God is never inconsistent, so we can therefore count on him for everything. We can count on his grace, his mercy, his judgment, his love. And as we have really, when we take a notice, we can see the difference between our life and the Lord's, and it's how we exist. We exist to give God glory. We exist to serve him. The Lord has always existed, will always exist, and the Lord exists now. He himself upholds all things. He says that in Job 34, 14 through 15, God does not change. God is being, he has the power of being in himself. He is self-existent. He exists within himself, depending on nothing else for his life. We depend on God, but even personal and physically, we depend on water and oxygen and food to help us get through our day. God is dependent on nothing else for his life. God is, I am. Now, families, as we look at the beauty of what that theology means, Yahweh, God, the ultimate God, God of all, the only and one and true God, let's have conversations with our kids. What are some other names for God that we see throughout Scripture that show the characteristics of his provision, his comfort, his safety? What are some other names for God that you can think of? And also talk about the importance of names and the reputation of names. And even the fact that God's name is so holy, he made sure in his Ten Commandments that we wouldn't misuse or misrepresent his name. That's how important God's name is. And so how important is our name? And not just the name that we're given, Ryan or Reagan in second grade, or, you know, Engelbert Humperdinck. That's a funny name. Not, not just those names, but some of us, the name that we have, Christian, follower of Christ, child of God. Those are also our names and should be used carefully, and we should treasure those names because that makes up who we are as well. So talk about how important those names are as a family and again, we thank you for joining us. And if you have any questions, please, 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 in this new year, send them to rmcelrath at fellowshipjackson.com. Have a great day. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.